break out your cans of raid because this week on this werewolves we're discussing the nest Swearwolves. I'm Brett. I'm David. David. Yes, Brett. You are here. I am. Look at me. I'm glad you're here. Otherwise, this would be a very one-sided conversation right now. That's true. Just I, be people would just hear me like talk and then pause mm-hmm. and then laugh and then respond. Yeah. Do an episode <laughs> where I just, we, we just have your vocal track. Like I'm there. What if, I'm just silent. Yeah. What if we do a two-parter? And you have to listen to both parts in order to get the whole. <laughs> yeah, first you get the dick joke set up, and then yeah, you gotta wait next week oh, to get the punchline. We do a two-parter where it's just my my voice, and then the next part is your voice, right? And then we see whose part gets the most listens, <laughs> and that's who the best swear wolf is, and the other person has to buy. Everybody down to wins, them. but the audience. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, oh, just one of us. How are you? I'm good, man. How about yourself? I'm good, man. I've been I've been battling this fucking vertigo. Yeah, you told me about that. That's awful. Have you ever had it? No, but I'm a big fan of the movie. I know you are. I kept thinking about it, and I was like, the movie's a lot better than what I'm experiencing right now. I get vertigo. <laughs> it's been getting better. That's good. But if you fall out of your chair at some point, I'll I'll know why. Yes. And then I'll just keep talking, and then we'll have the episode that we talked about. Yeah, exactly. I woke up, I think it was Tuesday morning, mm-hmm. and I got up out of bed like I normally do. And then I immediately fell back into bed because I was like, this is not going to happen. Oh, and my wife was in the bathroom brushing her teeth, and I finally got enough, I don't know, sense about me or whatever. And I slowly made my way to the bathroom, and I looked at her, and I go, I'm not feeling good. And she looked at me, she goes, no shit. Hmm. And my face was as white as a sheet. Oh, God, did you go to a doctor? No, I did not. I sat down, kind of took some deep breaths, drank some water, ate a cup, ate some fruit snacks because I thought, well, maybe I got low blood sugar or something. Yeah. Color started coming back to my face. And then why go to a doctor, David, when there's always WebMD, right? You were just giving me shit about this like a month ago or so. <laughs> Shut up, David. With my fucking do what I tell you, hands. not what I do, okay? <laughs> Which happened again the other day, FYI. <gasps> Oh, your fucking finger went white again? Yeah, like when my hand just turns white, or a couple fingers yeah. on my right hand. It's wild. Well, you should go to a doctor, though. If that continues, you should definitely get that checked out. Likewise. But I did tell my wife, I said, if it gets worse, I will go. Yeah. But it got better. That's good. And I thought it was because maybe I was dehydrated, so I kept drinking water all day. I didn't drink any coffee for like three days, which is very odd for me. But I was never ill. I was never nauseous. That's I was good. just dizzy. 
lightheaded. Yeah. The room would spin and my eyes would go. I feel my eyes going in my head just like. Yeah. Like trying to make some sense of the world. Oh. It was, you know, like when, when you were younger. Well, maybe this still happens now. But I specifically for me when I was younger and you would go out and you just fucking drink just to get drunk. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you get the whole thing where the room is spinning. The worst part about that whole experience is the room spinning and everything. That's what I felt. And I didn't even get the good part. That like sucks. The, part where you're drunk. the drinking part. <laughs> Uh, my dad got in a car accident a couple months ago and oh. had vertigo for shoot like a mo- like a month <laughs> did he go to a doctor he did what'd they tell him uh, uh i think they gave him medication like that would help but they were like it basically just got to go away on its own i guess there's a crystal in your, yeah, ear, in your ear and it can dislodge yep one of my coworkers was just telling me about this today. Yeah, she and I think like, that's kind of what he had from the accident. Like, it threw off yeah. his equilibrium. Yeah. So that's what I think either A, maybe that happened. Yeah. B, I have an inner ear infection that I'm not aware of that's not hurting, but it's there. And right. it's causing my equilibrium to be off. But I've been taking medicine. Oh, that's good. NyQuil. Oh. Michael <laughs> helps you with everything. I've been taking medicine, uh, heroin and crack cocaine. It's really helping. Well, Michael does help because it helps me sleep, right? I can yeah. fall asleep then because it really sucks when the room's spinning and you're trying to fall asleep. Yeah, that's the worst. But Ugh. it's better today. That's good. Like I don't like I'm able to stand up from a sitting position, from a laying position without feeling it. it I, I feel like a head rush every once in a while. Yeah, I only get that like if I haven't had enough water. I'll get the yeah. little so, head rush when you stand up. Yeah, this is the thing. Drink more water, Brett. <laughs> yes. That's, that's the lesson we need to learn here. And I do, I feel like I drink a lot of water, but I also go to the bathroom like all day then. <laughs> you see, I need to drink more water. I don't drink nearly enough. Dude, you mentioned uh, crystals a second ago and you sparked yeah. something. Uh, okay. The other day I uh, took my dog to the dog park and when we were leaving... We were loading her up in the back of my wife's car and I saw something on the ground and I was like, oh, that's a piece of glass. Uh, and at this park, like sometimes people are careless and like broken glass, like that's, that happens. So I was like, oh, I'm going to pick this up so some poor dog doesn't step in it. I pick it up and it's not a piece of glass. It's what appears to be a fucking diamond. And Holy I was like, shit. holy shit, like I found a diamond. So I brought it home and like it sparkles and everything. It's super shiny. And I was like, what do I do with this thing? Like, do I take it to a jeweler? To scratch do glass. I buy one of those little glasses and examine it? You <laughs> uh, know what you're looking for. <laughs> so much like your WebMD, uh, I went online and Googled like, how can you tell if uh, a diamond is real? If you're just uh-huh. some idiot and uh-huh. you don't want to go to a jeweler? Because I don't want like them to fucking laugh at me and be like, dude, this is... A piece of yeah. like costume jewelry or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So they had all these tests and it was passing like every test. I was like, fuck, I think I might have a diamond here. That would be <laughs> badass. And then one of them was like, take the diamond uh, like with a pair of tweezers and then heat it underneath uh, a flame for 30 seconds and then drop it into a cold glass of water. Oh, and one of the tests was put it in a glass of water and see if it floats. If it floats, uh-huh. it's not real. If it sinks to the uh-huh. bottom real quick, like a stone, it's a, you know it's a diamond. It sank. So I was like, all right. So the last one was right. like, all right, torch it for 30 seconds, drop it in cold water. If it's real, nothing will happen. If it's fake, it'll like explode. Oh, shit. It exploded, Brett. <laughs> exploded I don't, immediately. I don't have a real diamond. <laughs> so I threw was that it shit cool away. to see it explode? Yeah, yeah. It was like, it was like it made like little noises and like uh it didn't like explode but like it's all cracked and like it's it's luster is gone i cooked it 
you were already spending that money. I was. Let's see. <laughs> I'm going to be going to uh, Europe. Uh, yeah, it wasn't very big. I was like, you know what? I'm going to pierce one of my ears and turn that sucker into a, a little diamond stud. <laughs> and that's what I would call you from now on. Diamond, diamond stud. stud. <laughs> David, diamond, David, diamond I'm stud. I'm going to pierce my nipple. Put that in there. <laughs> that's funny. That's a funny story. Uh, so the other day I'm sitting there watching tv or whatever my son's sitting next to me and he's looking on his phone and he goes uh, hey dad they're making a trolls three. Oh god and i was like trolls three i go what the fuck i go why are they making trolls three and he goes i don't know he goes eric andre is gonna do it he's gonna be in it and i go of course eric andre is gonna do it i go trolls two sucked he goes what and i go yeah trolls two the movie sucks it's like I go, one of the worst it doesn't even have anything ever. to do with the first trolls i go and it's notoriously like the worst fucking movie ever made and he's looking at me all confused mm-hmm. i go yeah it's like one of the worst fucking movies ever made i go did you ever see that with nil and all that kind of shit and he goes nil what are you talking about was he talking about a totally different movie i was talking about troll two oh. he was talking about trolls the one with the fucking justin timberlake and Anna Kendrick, oh, okay. the animated movie and he goes he goes i seen trolls two and i go when did you see trolls two he goes adeline and i watched it my daughter he goes uh we watched it and i go what the fuck are you guys doing watching trolls two <laughs> did a single me? tear roll down his cheek he's like father <laughs> trolls 2 is my favorite movie of all time he was just he was just confused and then he goes <laughs> he goes are we talking about the same movie and i go yeah that fucking horror movie he goes no i'm talking about that animated movie and i was like oh oh trolls, trolls. too <laughs> like a troll doll i'm a fucking idiot i, I must have been <laughs> out of it that night i went off for about five ten minutes about That's how amazing. Troll 2 is because like even when you brought it up movie. when you said trolls too i was like isn't it just troll <laughs> yeah See, if I had been there, I could have cleared all this up. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. I was too busy tending to my jewels. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody I was too busy in my trying house. to decide which nip to pierce. <laughs> Everybody in my house was thoroughly amused, but yet confused by my uh, <laughs> my rant on uh, Troll 2. That's wonderful. I, you know what? And I, I don't even think I've ever seen Troll 2 in its entirety. I owned it. Like, somebody got it for me, like, as a gag gift. Um, but I don't think I have it anymore. I think it was part of the Great Purge when I got rid of all my physical media. Ah, yes, the Great Purge. The Great Purge of 2020. <laughs> or whenever the fuck that was. Do you ever go on and look and see where people around the world are listening to our podcast from? Yeah, sometimes. I go on there and I see, and we have quite a few listeners that are like in other countries. Yeah. Other parts of the world. Um, I notice like Singapore. Mm-hmm. and india and the philippines shout out to all of them shout out to them but in somewhere in my head i start playing scenarios and i'm like what if these people live in like a very remote part of another you know it's the other side of the planet right right and they're the only one in their fucking town their county whatever they whatever the equivalent is of a of a big area mm mm-hmm. mhm but they're the only ones that have access to iTunes. Fucking Apple Podcasts. And so they record our show and then rebroadcast it 
as their own show off over the radio <laughs> like waves. A pirate radio kind of thing. But, pirate radio but they, in, that's awesome. in Singapore. And like, we're really huge in Singapore. Like people are like, swear wolves, swear wolves. And they like gather around the radio <laughs> every Monday. And they're just like, I can't wait for the new episode of the swear wolves. And like someday. I hear they're going to talk about poop in this one. <laughs> someday we're going to go over there and we'll get off the plane. We'll be just like on vacation. Like, I don't know why we're going to Singapore, but. Apparently, this is where we're going on vacation. And we'll get off the plane and we'll step off, and there'll be like banners, and they'll be like, Welcome, Swearwolves. And we're like, What the fuck is this? Or there'll be like billboards. Fucking but it'll be two different guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, Who the fuck are these guys? It's <laughs> just some like Singaporean Brett and Singaporean yeah. David. <laughs> and they're way, way handsomer than us. We're like, God well, damn it. It goes without saying, right? Of course. But. I think about that sometimes. <laughs> like I have it all like played out in my head about how the swearwolves are really big over in Singapore. I'll tell you if it happens in London if I get there. It won't happen in London, although we do have listeners over in the and UK. And I go, Oi! <laughs> Oi! You're that right fucking cunt that talks not like we do. We don't talk like that. We talk like this. <laughs> yes, exactly like that. You blimey bastard. That's all I wanted to talk about before we talk about this movie. Do you have anything on I've your got mind? Jack shit. Jack and shit. Speaking of which, let's talk about The Nest. <laughs> what a segue. This movie has been on our the, the mythical list yes, that you created. Since the very early five days. Years ago. Have we been doing this podcast for five years? We started in 2018, so we are in year five. Jesus Christ almighty. It's nuts. We're so old now. This uh, movie has been on that list. Uh, you can't stream this really anywhere. Well, you can. Well, yeah, you can did. rent it. But <laughs> you can you can rent it, but for free. I went to the Internet Archives, and you found which it. I like going to these days because you can find nearly everything there. You can find books there. You can find screenplays. I've been reading a lot. You can find anything, and you can find movies there, including and you can one. find the Nest there. Now it is subtitled in Spanish, so you can also practice your Spanish <laughs> as you're watching it. I did that a couple times too. Like I would read it and be like, yeah, that's what I would have said. And other times I'm like, oh, I just <laughs> learned how a new I word. translated it. So that's what you call rote shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't ask me what it is now. Cause I don't remember, but I did look at it when they said rote shit to see yeah, what they called it. <laughs> the nest. Uh, had you ever seen this movie? Never, but I've wanted to see it since I was a young boy. Like really? I would see this at the video store all the time. And I was like, oh man, a giant cockroach. Attacking a, a scantily clad woman. Mom, dad, can we rent this? Absolutely not. This is the genre of horror films that I was always like, meh, I could take or leave. I'm not really big into I know we just did, uh, what was that, uh, Eight-Legged Freaks? Oh, yeah, yeah, into the killer insect bugs kind of movies. Yeah, like Them. Or what was yeah. that, Slugs? Yeah, those usually aren't really my jam either. Frogs. We yeah. did that movie. But like eight-year-old me, I was like, oh, I want to see it. Yeah. 1987 and 1988, and even 89. I'll go that three-year span. There was a yeah. lot of fucking horror movies that came out. Yep. And then the 90s happened, and there was the great lull. <laughs> until, until 95. <laughs> uh, the release date, uh, well, 96, I guess. Uh, the release date of this movie was May 13th, 1988. What was the number one movie in the movie theater? I actually feel very confident today. I think I've got okay. this one. May 13th was a Friday. So I'm going to go Friday the 13th, part seven, the new blood. 
You are correct, sir. Friday the 13th, Part 7, The New Blood, did Boom. come out on May 13th, 1988. Uh, Friday 13th, Part 7, we reviewed that movie, right? Yep. What did we give that? I don't know what we gave that. Not much. Not much. <laughs> uh, although it does have one of the awesomest looking Jasons. Oh, yeah. He looks fucking awesome in that movie. All chained up and slimy. Badass. And that's the first uh, Kane Hodder appearance. Yeah. Friday 13th, Part 7, The New Blood, was the number one movie. So that means the number one song was, of course... I think I remember uh, that episode because I got it wrong, so I'm not going to make that mistake twice. Uh, it was Wishing Well uh, by Terrence Trent Darby. That is correct. Ding, ding, ding. Yay. You have a good memory. Wishing Well by Terrence Trent Darby. And that's not his name anymore. His name is Sananda Maitra. Oh, okay. Maitreya. My, my, Maitreya. Listen, it's not Terrence Trent Darby anymore. No. Nope. He thought that was too hard to say, so he changed his name to <laughs> Sananda Maitreya. Left that shit in the past. Yeah, I don't know why he changed his name. I think it probably, I don't know. Yeah. I didn't even well, read about that. to him. I read about it at one point in time, and it, there was a reason behind it. Did you ever think about changing your name? No. I did. Yeah. I got a very incognito name. I could blend in, drop off the face of the earth, be like, good luck finding me with my generic-ass name. That's true. My name is not, my name's pretty generic also. But your spelling makes it somewhat unique. Yeah. I absolutely hate the name Brett. <laughs> I hate that name so much. It's the worst name ever. It's like Brett. Brett is such a douchebag. He really is. He is. <laughs> and nobody wants to be friends with Brett. I do. Brett is like the guy who is like. Uh, maybe he has friends, but they're not real friends. And he's the guy who wears like penny loafers and like a sweater around his shoulders. And he's yeah, like, come yeah. on, boys, let's get them. It's like being <laughs> named Trent. Like, unless you're Trent Reznor, like you're probably a douche. Yeah. Brett Anderson is not Trent Reznor. <laughs> it is not. So I'm going to change my name. What's it going to be? I don't know. All right. Yet. You have to decide by the end of the episode. Or I'm going <laughs> to just call you Philip. Hey, that would be fine. Phil? Hey, Phil. I'm okay with my last name. Well, I'm not so crazy about it, so I'll be changing that as well. Uh, unless you come up with a, a, a brand new full name that I approve of. <laughs> the Nest was written by Robert King based on the novel The Nest by mm -hmm. Eli Cantor. Dude, I, I looked that guy up, the Robert King guy. You know what else he mm -hmm. wrote? A little opus called Cutthroat Island. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Hey, you know what though? That movie, just because he wrote the script, I mean, listen, I'm not saying that this oh, yeah, he didn't direct actually, it. this guy won an award for uh, developing the show, the good wife. Oh, that's cool. I just um, looked up but, his movies. I saw he did that. And I saw he also wrote uh, vertical limit. Yeah. He, uh, he was just the writer of that movie. He didn't yeah. fucking, you know, I saw cutthroat the, Island uh, not that long ago, like on TV. I never saw it when it came out in theaters. Cause no one did. Uh, yeah. It was a colossal bomb, um, yeah. and it wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it would be. No, it was just, the, the reason why it was a bomb was because they spent so fucking much money yeah. on it. The movie's got a great score. The the film score, really good. At the time, Cutthroat Island was like the most expensive movie ever made. Yeah, yeah. And it made like $14. Bomb. Destroyed Rennie Harlan's career. <laughs> and probably his marriage as well. <laughs> so was he married to Gina Davis? Or was he? I think so. <laughs> Uh, it was directed by, uh, The Nest was directed by Terrence H. Winkless. That's a good name. Winkless? <laughs> yeah, why don't you Winkless? <laughs> Fucking Mr. Winky. <laughs> All clever winking at people. Like, yes, we get the joke. There's no need to wink. 
Do you ever wink? No, I think winking is fucking creepy <laughs> as shit, man. I love I love giving the old wink every once in a while. <laughs> Wait, what? I love giving the wink every once in a while. <laughs> I think it's classy. Dude, no, the key not. is like you gotta wink when you're saying something that is not at all worthy of a wink. So then the person's like, what yeah. the fuck? What are they talking about? Or, yeah, wink at inappropriate times. Yeah, yeah. So they like, are they trying like to you're be at ironic? A funeral or and you just look at somebody and you give a Like, wink. are they lying to me? <laughs> I'm gonna try that. Or just point at like somebody random and give them a wink. Like, what? you gotta do the. You the gotta fuck? do this too. You gotta give the 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 little pointers, the wink, and the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call at them like they're a horse. Yeah. A little pony. A little giddy up. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. People that wink, like. It's fucking weird. Creepy. Yeah. <laughs> wink I less. don't wink. I mean, I do wink. Uh... I do wink. I've winked. I've winked in my life. I don't wink at people to like flirt with them or pick them up or anything. I do the wink like over exaggerated, like. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I'll just say it. Wink, wink, because I'm fucking lazy. <laughs> Well, we live in a text too much energy. text world these days, right? We're a society that likes to text message and email people, so we just say, yeah, or like, you LOL. say something to them, and then you go, oh, hold on, and you take out your phone, and then when their phone goes, boop, wink emoji, <laughs> like, oh, David intended to do wink. Say, Hi, wait, okay, you don't wink, but do you send the wink emoji? Uh, I don't know if I've ever. I don't think I've used that one. I bet you. I bet you it's the most used emoji on your phone. <laughs> no. I bet you you're lying to me. No, that's the that's the little turd guy. <laughs> Terrence H. Wait, the turd guy. Wait, they should make a turd winking. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> like horse shit wank. Yeah, or like that's oh. me telling you. Like I text you it's to let you know that I'm taking a shit and I'm thinking about you. Is the winky yeah. shit? <laughs> like, oh, David's defecating again. Yeah, because winks winks can mean, mean tons of things, right? Yes. A wink can mean I'm just joking, I'm just joshing you. Or a wink can be, hey, baby. Hey, what's going on? <laughs> who who invented the wink? <laughs> not Terrence H. Winkless, not his family, because they were like, listen, there's enough winking, all right? Blink more, wink less. <laughs> Music by Rick Conrad. Rick Conrad's a good name. Dude, I was just about to say, there's a a potential name for you. That's a strong name. Hi, my name is Rick Conrad. That's like you're going to rescue somebody. Mm -hmm. I'm Rick Conrad. Rick Conrad, yeah, sounds like a hero. Yeah, that's a good one. This movie was produced by Julie Corman, so you know it's got to be good. Yeah. Of course, Julie Corman is uh, married to- uh, Roger. Roger Corman, famous B-movie creator, director, producer. This movie stars uh, a lot of people. Nobody that I recognized from anything. There's Jeff Winkless, who is uh, Terrence Winkless's brother. He's in this movie. Oh, who did he play? Church. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that guy. Well, I mean, I know him in this movie. I know what character that is. Who was he? Was he the He's cook? the cook. Yeah. Otherwise, other than that, I mean. I, yeah, char- I didn't recognize anyone either. There's nobody. There's nobody. The runtime of this movie is 89 minutes. The budget. I don't have any budget or box office for this movie. Did you see anything about that? Nope. Hot box. Hot box. Hot box. You talked about the movie art, the box uh, on the VHS. Uh, looking at it, it is. It's a scantily clad female. She's kind of doing like a back bend. Yeah, she's very athletic. <laughs> Yeah, like my back would break if I was like that. I would get a cramp. First of all, I'd get a cramp in my leg if I bent back that way. Yeah. 
You go, oh, my vertigo. <laughs> yeah. Now, right this second, like if I looked up at the ceiling, like I would pass out. But um, she's being attacked by probably, I don't know, the most gigantic cockroach I've ever seen in my life. And that's, listen, I lived in an apartment once in LA. <laughs> like I've seen a lot of roaches. That had a lot of cockroaches. It was like infested. It was disgusting. <laughs> oh, that's nasty. Dude, roaches was, are gross. They give, me the so heebie, gross. They, they give me the heebie-jeebies. Well, you wouldn't have liked me at that time because I lived in an apartment where it was like Joe's apartment. Remember the fucking Joe's apartment? <laughs> yeah, I remember that movie. I don't remember much about it, but I remember laughing my ass off at, like as a teenager, the part where like one of the roaches goes, I think you're going to need one of these, Joe, and hands him a condom. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never saw the movie, but I remember it was, M- it was a short on MTV all mm-hmm. the time. They would do like different episodes of Joe's apartment. And so uh, that's what I remember from. But I never I never saw the movie because by the time the movie came out, I was like, man, that's all right. Yeah, I think I saw it like on video or something. That's a large fucking cockroach and it's attacking this woman. Poor woman. Well, that's on top of her. I mean, it's attacking. I guess she looks very afraid, though. <laughs> she is scared. I mean, if you saw a fucking cockroach that side, I'd, I'd shit my right. pants. Regardless, if it was like, hey, buddy, I want to be friends with you. It's yeah. shit my I'd be texting you the winking poop emoji like immediately. Like, oh, David's getting attacked by a cockroach, I think. Uh, yeah, he's but he sent the winking one. That means he's not serious. It's not true. <laughs> it's not <laughs> but, You're like, fuck. It says at the top of the box, roaches have never tasted flesh until now. The nest. And then below the image of the scantily clad chick getting uh, attacked by the cockroach, it says, she's just an appetizer. Oh, damn. Back of the box. There's a quote from the Los Angeles Times at the top. Were they raving about it? This is what it says. <laughs> Unquestionably does a bang up job of scaring the pants off an audience. <laughs> Unqu- Wait, say that again? <laughs> this is the quote. Unquestionable. Okay, I can't talk. Unquestionably does a bang up job of scaring the pants off an audience. That's a fucking wink of a sentence. It's like it's like they took the beginning and the end of that sentence yeah, off. They, yeah, there's something else like, that was missing that they were like, ooh, yeah, take that out. Is there a dot, I, dot, dot? There isn't, but there should have been. The quiet town of North Point is being overrun by cockroaches. Sheriff Tarbell, Frank Lutz, believes that genetic experiments being conducted by the Intech Corporation are the cause. Confronted with a potential disaster, Mayor Johnson, Robert Lansing, calls for help. When Dr. Hubbard, Terry Treas, from Intec arrives, she realizes that an innocent experiment has gone terribly wrong. Ordinary roaches are turning into creatures with a taste for blood. Worse, the roaches are genetically mutating, literally becoming whatever they eat. The nest hatches its clever plot extremely successfully. What's fascinating about the film is its balance of scientific logic and visceral terror. That's from the Los Angeles Times. Syndicated film critic Joe Bob Briggs gave The Nest four stars for its fast-paced blend of humor and horror, calling it the first great drive-in flick of 88. Check it out. The Nest. And then gives the credits. Approximate Hmm. running time, one hour, 29 minutes. Color, 1987. Well, it came out in 1988, but they're close enough, I guess. Yeah, whatever. Joe Bob. Joe Bob loves this movie, apparently. Okay. Beloved Joe Bob. We We got plenty of listeners who love their Joe Bob. Let's see if they still like us after this episode. There's this fucking island town, okay? Yeah, Northport. Yeah, North 
Port, Cape May, Cape Point. It doesn't fucking matter what the fuck this place is called. It's just a fucking fictitious island town of like 600 people. And uh, there's this dude. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you the synopsis of this, hmm. basically. And then we can talk about scenes. So there's this mayor. And the mayor wants money for his town. So he says to this Intech Corporation, look, you can do your fucking wacky ass experiments on my island. Your experiments go well. You sell it to the world. I get the money. And what's the experiment? The experiment is, is they want to breed a cockroach that feeds on other cockroaches. <laughs> Eats other cockroaches. And then dies immediately. Yeah, it dies after one generation, so it can't reproduce. So all cockroaches will then be gone, dead, kaput. We've gotten we, rid of the world. Don't they serve some sort of purpose? Uh, do we need cockroaches? I don't know. I, mean, I don't need them don't like in my house or anything, but this is like <laughs> nature. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's that whole thing of like. Let the, the scientists make that decision, you know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, the Los Angeles Times said there was scientific reasoning in this. So okay, I'm going to trust the Times. They said it was uh, uh, a balance of scientific logic and visceral terror in this movie. Ah. So got to trust the Times. That's a weird quote, uh, though, because like balance, that doesn't. Was it an even balance? Yeah. <laughs> So it's a balance of not having any scientific logic and not being terrified <laughs> yeah, at all. Yeah. Um, so, so that's his plan. Well, of course, all great plans, right? If you saw the cover art of the box, you know, shit ain't going to work out. Yeah. So the cockroaches start to evolve faster and more and they reproduce, And they reproduce. And their offspring are actually more powerful than they were if you've ever seen that movie what was that movie uh actually this movie took some clips from that movie um oh i noticed that humanoids uh from the deep is that what it was called humanoids from the deep there are a couple shots similar. that i recognize i was like hey we've already seen yeah, this the truck movie. goes off of the bridge yeah yeah the truck well, that, that was explodes. another julie corman produced film so i think it's uh and when that guy's house blows up in this movie i think that was from that too yeah yeah yep exactly yeah, I was full uh, Leonardo DiCaprio pointing at the screen when it happened. I was like, hey. <laughs> Basically the same plot of that, right? Because that thing keeps like hatching babies and the babies become like more intelligent and shit like that. That's yeah. This, that's this Except these roaches plot. are a lot less rapey than the... Uh, they are. They're a lot less rapey. And uh, there's, there's, they're roaches. They're like actual yeah. things that we have in real life, right? Like we like, Oh, I know what this is. This is a cockroach and they're like, uh, evolving and they like eat people and, uh, kill them. They eat people. I mean, like that's how you kill them. Right. <laughs> so there's that story. That's the main purpose plot of this movie. Right. And then there's the scientist who's like from MIT or some shit. I think she got kicked out of MIT for doing like weird experiments. She's, she but, clarifies there. It's like, I was not kicked out. Like, I want, well, I want you to says. know that. <laughs> but yeah, she was doing uh, weird experiments or something. And legend has it, she was uh, kicked out. She like fucking basically has an orgasm anytime she sees a cockroach. Yeah, yeah. And when she learns like what they're doing or she looks in her microscope, she's like, oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. At one point, she sticks her hand in the cage of all the cockroaches and they start like eating her flesh. And she's, and she's like, like mm. oh, 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 oh. She comes in. She works for Intech. Now, we got the sheriff, okay? This this fucking sheriff, this guy. Who the fuck Richard is this guy's name? Tarbell. Oh, Richard Tarbell. This guy's in a love triangle of sorts. Yes, right? he is. So, he has his girlfriend uh which is uh Lillian. Lillian? Yeah, and she works at the diner that he frequents. Yeah. Yeah, and she makes him his coffee and she's this like young blonde, you know, cute girl or whatever and 
she's in love and then has her dad is like uh he's the gonna, mayor oh no, wait no 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 her dad's not the mayor her dad's the crazy guy yeah yeah he's like you gonna marry my daughter um but anyway so everything's going fine in this town and then all of a sudden his ex-girlfriend comes back yep now his ex-girlfriend left him four years ago but she's back for her dad's birthday yep and this is uh beth yeah elizabeth but they call her beth I don't quite understand why uh, Richard was tasked with picking her up at the airport. I don't understand. They couldn't that get either. any somebody, anybody else, because that's got to be awkward for everyone involved. Like this dead yep. caller, like, "Hey, your ex boyfriend, uh, he's going to be the guy picking well, you." Well, he's up. the sheriff, so maybe that's like the thing. It's like the sheriff always picks people up in the airport. <laughs> it's one of his. By the way, yeah. it's an island, right? And they don't have like an airport per se, like a runway, so it has to have a boat plane that lands in the water. Yeah. When I was a kid, that was like the coolest fucking thing. Oh, yeah. Thing yeah, I always thought that was fascinating world. too. Maybe when people uh, aren't out committing crime, because, you know, it's kind of a small, quiet community. Maybe that's like he he like freelances or moonlights as an Uber driver of sorts. Yeah, he was the original Uber. Yeah. I think, Lyft. I think so. They had to cut that out for time, like the scene of yeah. them explaining that to us. But that's absolutely what happened. Yeah, so he picks her up, and uh, he's going to take her. Well, okay, so now he picks her up, and they have this, like, oh, why'd you leave? I don't know why. I didn't know why you left. You shouldn't have left me. I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. And meanwhile, there's this young girl back at the diner who's like, what the fuck's going on with me? What am I, chopped liver now? You've been dating me for four years. Well, uh, Miss Elizabeth has been gone. And now she's back and he never fucking once go, looks at his girlfriend again. Yeah. They have like a really awkward scene where he goes in to get his coffee or whatever. And she kind of gives him the stink eye. And then later she talks to Beth and is kind of like, dude, shit or get off the pot. Like, or stop playing with his heart or like figure something out. And I was like, oh, that sucks. Yeah. And rightfully so. She gives him the cold shoulder because spoiler alert, this fucker fucks Beth. <laughs> yes, he does. And Beth has no qualms about fucking him. So they're both shit dicks. <laughs> He better break. You, I would have yeah, been. He like, tells her crazy dad, like, uh, you know, I'm really into your daughter. Yeah, Perhaps not that into her. her. No, pretty soon he's into someone else. And guess what? It doesn't matter about because sex. the crazy <laughs> his penis, his penis is inside her <laughs> vagina. Spoiler alert again, right? It doesn't matter because the crazy dad's going to die, so he's not going to know that uh, Sheriff Tarbell was unfaithful to his daughter. And guess what? Sorry, Lillian, you're dead too. <laughs> Yeah, when she died, I was like, death. God damn, that character got no love. <laughs> no. Because I have Bullshit. expected there to be some sort of like redemption or, uh, I don't know, or a scene of them like kind of making up, but no. I kind of expected there to be like a scene where maybe that Homer character and that girl start dating. Oh, yeah, yeah. The exterminator. You know, just to be like, oh, he rescued me. Well, I love him now. And <laughs> Sheriff, you got Beth. I'm with and we're the, all happy. I'm with the independent pest control agent now. That's how he <laughs> refers to himself. He's not an exterminator until the end of the movie. Yeah, we can talk about this character, yeah. uh, Homer. He's like the comic relief. He's the pest control guy on the island. And everybody calls him because they've been noticing cockroaches are uh, in more abundance. And then all of a sudden they start killing people. So obviously they gotta go. To <laughs> Dude, him. in like one of the very first scenes of the movie, the sheriff wakes up and finds a couple roaches like in his apartment. Like one's like in his coffee and then he spits it out. Yeah. But like he doesn't really react. He's just kind of like, oh, gross. And then he goes to work. Like I would, I remember one time <laughs> as a teenager, there was, I saw a roach in my bedroom 
and my mom like came in my room like the next morning to see like my entire room destroyed and she's like what are you doing i was like there was a roach in here so like i ransacked my entire room trying to find it because i didn't want to go to sleep yeah. with that fucker running around well not only do you want to find it but you also want to find why is it in here like yeah. is there food somewhere that i don't know did i hide like some fucking corn chips under my bed and it's like yeah is there a turd in here somewhere that i don't know about what's going on yeah so that's the basics of this movie. They, I just spelled it out for you. So now I like to go through the, the, the actual scenes. Like I, I do want to talk about this character of Homer real quick here. Yeah. Homer was actually my favorite part of this movie. I liked the actor. I thought he did really well. And I went to look up and see if he's done anything else. And he hasn't really done a lot. Uh, to, I mean, he's done a lot of small things, hmm. but he never went on. And I thought of all the actors in this movie, he was the best. He was probably the and, most convincing because there's a lot of, it's weird. This movie had an interesting mix of overacting and not acting at all, <laughs> like very wooden <laughs> acting. I, and the perfect example is the mayor, so the Elizabeth's dad, yeah. okay, and the doctor from Intech. That's the perfect example of the two sides of the same coin. You got the mayor who's like, oh, I can't believe this. And he's like this fucking actor, right? And then you yeah, got the, and then the doctor. The scientist, uh, yeah, Dr. Hubbard, who reacts to nothing. And it's like the yeah, same expression all... on her face the entire movie. To the point that I think they even make a joke about it. Unless a cockroach walks by her and then she like then fucking like, cleans mm. her shorts. So yeah, that's what's happening. This town is getting overrun by uh, cockroaches. Uh, they got to call the sheriff, of course. The sheriff is like, oh, we got to do something. They don't know how to kill him. Uh, the girlfriend, uh, Elizabeth, I shouldn't say she's the girlfriend, the fucking Jezebel harlot that comes back into town. <laughs> she's out jogging one morning, or I don't know what if she's even jogging. She's just walking she through the like woods. She's like exploring, walking around the woods or something. She goes and she crosses path with this German shepherd who quickly gets eaten skinned alive dude that dog gets fucked up that poor dog (laughs) and then she finds the dog and she's like oh no oh and then all of a sudden richard the cop just shows up i didn't understand it's like where the hell did he come from and they tried to throw a scene in before that that tried to explain it like it was like somebody over the radio going hey richard are you on your way over to the blah 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 yeah it was just weird i was like fucking johnny on the spot here yeah, he's just fucking following. Like, her. let me console like, want, you. Mm. He's like, I want to get in those pants. I'm just going to follow mm-hmm. you. And every time something bad happens. She goes, is that oh. a baton in your pocket? He goes, yes. yes. As a matter of fact, it is. My <laughs> penis is over here. It leans a little bit to the left. She just feels it. She's all very little. <laughs> it's girth. <laughs> She's exploring and she goes to this cave, these caves that her and Richard, I guess, used to frequent when they were younger. Mm, they go frolic in the caves. And they were like wrote their names on the wall, which actually looked like somebody painted on a garbage bag, by the way. It wasn't actually a rock. It looked like a fucking crinkled up garbage bag. But she's in these caves and she sees the nest. That's the Yeah, she doesn't know movie, what it is yet. She just thinks it's a giant nut sack because that's what it looks like. <laughs> she's like, hey, wait a second. That's a giant fucking nut sack. Yeah. I got to go tell someone about this. Look at the size of that scrot. Huh. Uh, she sees it and she screams and runs away. Then these cockroaches, this doctor is like, oh, I'm going to catch this cat and use it as bait for these cockroaches. This cat gets fucked up. Yeah, that's got to be perfectly legal, I would imagine, using it. Well, listen, she got kicked out of MIT. (laughs) That's true. She left MIT. Her methods are questionable. That cat gets fucked up, though, too. Oh, and I think we skipped over, but um, the uh, girl, Lily, that works at the diner, her dad uh, is like the kind of the town crazy guy, and he lives in a tent. 
which I thought was strange. Like yeah. Lily couldn't take in her father. I don't know, maybe it's that's like the lifestyle guard. he wants. Yeah. He's but crazy. He, but he's out chasing a rat with a shotgun or with a rifle. He's the world's worst shot, by the way. He keeps missing yeah. uh, by a mile. But eventually, all of a sudden, he's like, oh, because oh, oh, he sees one of the rats is like <laughs> cut in half. He's like, oh shit, what did this? And he gets chased by a bunch of... We get of, a point of view. We get point of view shots, by the yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, point of view from the roaches. And they went like... Yeah. Making yeah, little roach noises because roaches make noises. Uh, yeah, like kind of like Jaws 4. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shark growls. <laughs> <laughs> and they chase him. And I do like that he's like, oh shit. And he like, gets in a sleeping bag. Like, that's going to work. And zips himself up. He hides, he hides from him. <laughs> dude, they kid. bite his arm off. Dude, they fuck this dude up. Yeah, they bite his arm off. It's not the it's not the last arm we'll see get no. ripped off. No, but movie. he's very dead. He dies. Um, that happens. This doctor's trying to do experiments on this cat, right? Uh, the cat gets fucked up. They everybody's like, well, we got to give them like this poison, right? Like we can we can poison them. And the doctor finds out that nope. They're yeah, the poison to this poison doesn't work. Well, it works initially, but the uh, the dose that it would require would be fatal to humans. So, like, we can't really use this poison. Oh, and she's like, by the way, these roaches are also asexual, so they can just reproduce on their own. And the babies are, are not immune. Are going to be immune to any of this? <laughs> yep. So we're fucked. And she's yep. like, but I have another idea. She never explains what her other idea is. She's like, just give me a, just give me some time. That's right. Yeah, give me twenty four hours. <laughs> Because she's fucking she thinking wants, about it. She doesn't have an idea. She's like, oh, I got, all right, no, I got a day. Come up with something. It's going to save this town. basically what it is. She's like, there's going to be a roach in here that's, I'm going to fuck. Did you see the size <laughs> of that six nutsack? feet tall. <laughs> this Homer guy, he goes to find the crazy, and he sees that he's dead. And he sees the cockroaches, and they're chasing after him, and he gets away. Yep. Lily and the cook, this uh, Winkless brother, they're at the diner and he's out in the garbage can, like shooting threes and stuff like that. And she's like, don't play in the garbage. So he goes in there to like, like jump on the garbage to like to shove like pack it all it in down. there. And he gets fucked up by some cockroaches. He does. Then we get a scene that is straight up a ripoff of gremlins. Oh yes. At the, in the diner? In the diner. Like when Phoebe Cates in gremlins is serving all the drinks. To yeah. All and the she's gremlins. like lighting their cigarettes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it was just that, like that's that. basically what this scene is is in the, in the diner, but it's cockroaches. And yeah, and she's like not. putting them in the toaster and shoving them in the microwave. Microwave? Did you see that microwave burners? was like held together with like duct tape? Yeah, <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? I think it's time to close for the evening. <laughs> yeah, why don't you it's just, just me. go? I turn the little close sign, turn the lights off, call it a night. I wouldn't even lock up. I'd just leave. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Like, I'll get to that. Another scene like this, but everybody's always like, oh, what do I do? It's like, just, just leave, leave where you are. No, Lily's work ethic is impeccable. When we find her later, like I said, she she dies, but she doesn't get eaten by the roaches. She hides in the walk-in freezer and she freezes to death. <laughs> Whoopsie. <laughs> Which I don't know like how cold it is in there, but I'm pretty sure you'd survive a couple hours. Like, I, would think I mean, so. it'd be, it would be cold. But not cold enough. I don't know what exposure. She was frosty. Maybe she wasn't really dead. And Richard's like, oh, well, she's dead enough. (laughs) (laughs) I have expected her to be like, oh, actually, I'm okay. I'm just very cold. He just shuts her in. Give me a blankie. (laughs) Give me a blankie. And she's like, no. Yeah, Richard's like, no. I'm with her now. (laughs) This closes it slowly. You go to sleep now. You were dead for four minutes. I moved on. (laughs) Yep. She's like, actually, my eyes were just closed. (laughs) I don't think I was legally dead. (laughs) 
Okay, so the scene later that I was going to talk about was uh, Beth and her dad are at his house. Oh, by the way, it's the mayor's birthday. That was the whole reason why. Oh yeah, that's why she came back. Party and there was like this cake. It's like the cheapest fucking cake. Like you'd go down to like the supermarket and say, "Can you write Happy Birthday, Mayor?" on it. And yeah, it was like the cheapest cake possible. Yeah, like, and they spelled the Mayor wrong, but you don't even care. You're like, yeah, whatever. This thing was fifteen. Yeah, they spelled like John Mayor. Yeah, yeah. You're like, eh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. He's not gonna notice. But anyway, they're they're at his house and they're talking and. This is when this is when the mayor and is explaining it to uh, Beth and the scientist is explaining it to the sheriff and we get kind of like a back and forth between these shots and they're both like filling in all the blanks of right. what's going on. Soon the mayor's house starts getting overrun by these cockroaches because the Whoa. power goes out, right? Yeah. And he goes to turn the generator on and when he looks in the fuse box, it's like the cockroaches are like <laughs> and they're eating and they're like, We found the power. Oh, yeah, I'll turn it off. They'll be fucked. Uh, so they go chasing after him and uh but anyway so instead of just leaving that house they run around like a couple of fucking maniacs right <laughs> trying, and, to, trying to kill all point, the roaches and like seal off the doors at one point they got a fire extinguisher because the the doctor's like use a fire extinguisher to freeze them so what do they do they light a fire and then use the fire extinguisher i'm like you guys just fucking fucked yourself because you lit a fire and now you're putting the fire out like yeah, what, you didn't have to light a fire to use a fire extinguisher <laughs> Yeah. Um, but the doctor or the mayor's like, uh, you just go, I'll stay here. And she's like, no, I'm not going to go without you. And then he just locks himself in the bathroom with the cockroaches. Yeah. He like sacrifices himself. That's why I took it. Cause they were all attacking. He's like, oh, they'll eat me. And while they're eating me, she'll be able to get away. But why not both just run? That's true. Maybe he really because had like, to shit and he was just pooping in there. <laughs> but if they both ran and let's say they did catch him all right, you were going to sacrifice yourself anyway, but let's say they didn't catch you. Let's say they're fucking cockroaches and yeah, you, you they're not that fast. Them and s- squish them. <laughs> and step on them as you run. Because guess what? You, you could do that. <laughs> so stupid. I was so fucking annoyed when he sacrificed himself. I was like, you're I a fucking I thought it was idiot. odd too. I was like, oh, that's, that's weird. That's one way to handle the situation, I suppose. So the mayor had previously set up this signal to everybody that was going to drop the poison they were going to drop this poison yeah he like called gonna... the mainland or whatever this in tech was it in tech that was going to do it yeah they were basically yeah. going to drop a bomb essentially yeah which i didn't and quite the... understand because she said that they were immune to poison but i don't know if they knew that yet oh, okay, they knew okay. That. but they were going to drop enough to kill all the cockroaches that they thought were uh, presumably kill the cockroaches but only if everybody got evacuated off the right. island and the mayor said look if the we're going to try to kill them ourselves. But if you arrive and the lighthouse light is not on, drop your bomb. That means if it's we all on, got out. But if it's on, that yeah, means there's still people here and you, you know, don't do it. Which I yep. thought was weird is like, wouldn't a lighthouse, because we're at night now, like for safety reasons, shouldn't it just be on regardless? Listen, David. Shouldn't it always be on at night? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe the, the thought is, of a lighthouse? maybe the thought is, if we leave, we're going to turn it off. We'll turn the light off before we leave. Yeah. Okay. And if it's still on, then, then that means that we're still here and everything's good. Okay. But the cockroaches have turned the power off, not only to the mayor's house, but to the whole island. <laughs> yep. And they chewed through the phone lines too. Yep. Everything's, these cockroaches are smart. And hungry. And, 
and hungry. Probably a little horny as well. They are horny, and so is the doctor. Yep. So Homer and the sheriff and the doctor are trying to fix the lighthouse. They ultimately do fix it. And then they're like, we're going to go to the cave, and we're going to set off some fucking explosives where yeah. the nest is. And Beth knows where the nest is, so let's go get Beth. Yeah, the doctor like takes off with Beth because Richard, the cop, is like, no, don't, yeah. don't go, Beth. Don't leave without me. Stay here with me. And then there's this whole stupid scene where it's like uh, the doctor says to the sheriff, she's like, I'll go with uh, Beth because she knows where the nest is. And he's like, no, I'll go. And then she takes off without him. And then Homer turns to the sheriff and he's like, women, am I right? Like he has like this like fucking joke. And then it goes to the, the doctor in the car and she goes, men. <laughs> it's like what do we you're being attacked by fucking cockroaches and you got time to be, be pissing and moaning about the opposite gender like shut the fuck up well and the reason why homer and the sheriff are still together is because now the uh lighthouse has gone out yeah they got to turn it back on so they go over to fix that the sheriff just drops homer off he's like fix it i'm gonna go yeah i gotta go beth. rescue beth yeah, because I'm the man. I don't know if you guys realize this, but only a man can rescue a That's woman, true. right? Yep. A woman can't rescue herself. This nope. fucking sexist they need, movie. They need me. And Beth was doing just a bang-up job of fucking finding the nest, and she's like, well, blow it up. Everything will be fine, but the doctor's got to go get her fucking jollies off. <laughs> and the doctor walks in, and there's like this fucking nest, and it's like something out of... It's like um, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah, it's like the cotton candy... Yeah, 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 it did look like that. But more Except for it's uh, not cotton candy, it's slimy fucking boogers. Yeah, and a little bit more uh scrotum like. Yeah, scrotum like. Oh, we should also say too, it, we also it also was established earlier that as these roaches eat different things, they essentially like can kind of become it, which I found very strange. All right, let's talk about this for a second. It was established, but it was so shoehorned in. Yeah, and very late in the game very late it was like there was 20 minutes left in the movie and they're like oh shit that cat is now a cat cockroach yep (laughs) so the cat who got fucked up earlier all of a sudden they find it and it's a cat cockroach and she's like oh they can become what they eat and i'm like when the fuck did this start happening because why aren't we seeing uh that fucking crazy guy yeah yeah why isn't he a roach or like roaches eat anything why haven't i seen a cheeseburger uh roach yeah yeah, exactly. Or a condom roach. We, they were at the diner. Yeah. They were at the diner. I will say this too that I forgot about. So they we find the cat thing and then the dad, the mayor comes back and the mayor's <laughs> like hugging his daughter and then he busts out. It's like uh, Jeff Goldblum in The Fly. Yeah. I actually thought like just, the, that effect was pretty badass. I did too. Because his like foot rips out from yeah, his foot. He rips out foot, of his own skin. And then his eyeball pops out. Yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. That was pretty cool. That was pretty the cool. The cat roach was kind of cool looking in a very cheesy way. It kind of reminded me of the split dog from Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. But they they dispose of. of it pretty quickly. Like, they just knock a cabinet over on it and squish it, which, you know, Yeah, and like green pus comes out of it. Yeah. And she ends up uh, shooting her own dad's head off. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. She blows his head <laughs> off. With kind of like shotgun. Jeff Goldblum in The Fly, right? Yes. It's true. And, you know, this movie was just on the heels of The Fly, so that's what they were capitalizing on. Anyway, so now uh, she's about ready to blow this up. The doctor goes and finds the scrotums hanging from the stalactites. Scrotum stalactites hanging from the uh, nest ceiling. And uh, all of a sudden, well, where where are all these like amalgams of the people and cockroaches? They're here. 
this fucking beast comes out and it's got like six faces yeah and it's like this giant human fucking cockroach bug looking it's pretty cool thing and it comes out and it's like attacking her and it rips her fucking arm off (laughs) yeah and she does nothing like she's like does the classic no 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 like run run dummy why would yeah, it rips that? her arm off and then it bites her head in half with its like yeah. little mandibles like it like crushes her yep. head and the yeah, top it bites of it, it in half right horizontally yes. not, not in half vertically horizontally it's like it takes the pop top off yes it was pretty cool that was uh, a satisfying so, death because she was awful she was a stupid bitch mm-hmm. um but now the sheriff has gotten there and he reaches through a hole and grabs Beth and they get out with like one second to spare. The bomb goes off, blows everything up. Yep. Homer gets the lighthouse turned on and proclaims himself an exterminator. Yep. He's now an exterminator. Beth and Richard, the sheriff, they hug and embrace as the sun comes up over Port fucking Pleasant. What's it called? Port Washington? Uh, North Port. Northport as the sun comes up over Northport and we see there's a little tiny cockroach crawling across his boot as they embrace. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I thought those folks like, they're all happy. Like, Hey, we did it. Like, not really. There's still a shit ton of roaches running around. <laughs> yeah. We still gotta you killed the Queens. So that's good. <laughs> yeah. You still got a problem. They said there was something called like a hive mind or something like that, that like, if you kill the queen, they'll all eventually. Die. Okay. They did establish that. I guess they like shoehorned a lot of fucking bullshit into there. So that's the nest. Now I have never seen this movie and I never want to see this movie again. I, (laughs) this movie took me two days to watch by the way. Oh God. Because I started watching it and I was so fucking bored that I was like, (laughs) if I continue to watch this, I am not going to pay attention. I am going to start playing fucking games on my phone. I was that bored. It doesn't help that I haven't been feeling well. So like just focusing yeah. on something for a long period of time, that probably doesn't help. But this movie was too long. It wasn't even an hour and a half. It was an hour and 29 minutes. Still, it was too long. Still though. <laughs> it was too boring. It took a long time to get to the point here, David. That's it, it, that's that's true. They could have picked up the pace. And unlike Joe Bob Briggs... Well, no, the Los Angeles Times, I should say. Uh, unlike Joe Bob Briggs, I think this movie fucking sucked. But unlike the Los Angeles Times, I found this movie to be very stupid. It wasn't, there was no scientific facts in this movie. And if <laughs> yeah, there yeah. was, who gives a fuck? I don't care about scientific facts. I don't care if there's a real thing called a hive mind. I want something entertaining, not something that's like, well, I guess technically they're right about that. No, who but gives even a shit? so, like, if I was going to pick a list of adjectives to describe this movie, smart would not be on said list. No, stupid would be. Yeah. The reason I'm giving it what I'm giving it, because mm-hmm. I'm not giving it a zero, but the reason I'm giving it what I'm giving it is because I like the Homer character mm-hmm. and I liked the Elias, uh, the mayor's transformation when his eyeballs popped out. Other than that, there was nothing redeemable about this movie. I didn't like any of the characters. All the characters were, de- even the hero character, I fucking hated him because he cheated on yeah, his he girlfriend. Yeah, was a douche. It gets half a Pamela Voorhees head. Brett Bob. Brett Bob Anderson says, don't see it. I'm changing my name to Brett Bob. I thought it was going to be uh, Rick Conrad. I really. Rick Conrad says, don't see it. <laughs> ah, Brett, this may surprise you. I actually kind of dug this movie. You fucking douche. 
<laughs> what is wrong with you? Is a cockroach um, eating your brain? I thought the visual effects, like as cheesy as they were, were a lot of fun. Like the dude getting his arm ripped off and the scientist getting her head bitten in half and her arm mm-hmm. ripped off and the the dog the mangled, the transformation. I thought all of that was really, really cool. But I agree. I also agree with what you said about like the pacing. There's definitely issues in the first half of the movie. It takes a long time to get going. And I agree about the characters. There really isn't anybody aside from maybe Homer to really root for. Like everybody's kind of boring. Mm. And the plot, you know, it's it's something that's been done to death. Uh, but I was entertained. I thought this movie, and I'll be honest, I picked this movie because I thought it was going to be terrible. And sometimes those are fun <laughs> to talk about. Um, and, but I, I was pleasantly surprised that I, when here. it was over, I was like, huh, I kind of liked why it. Why the fuck was this rated R? Oh, dude, and way. that's funny. That's something I was going to bring up. Like, I think young me would have been pissed because like, if you see that box, you're like, oh, it's going to have lots of nudity and stuff like that. And like, there's nothing. I don't even think there was like maybe one or two like shits, but like there wasn't even like bad language, really. I think it was rated R solely for the violence and the gore. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, but if you're somebody who uh, wants to see all the like nudity and stuff, like hey, this, this not is happening. not the movie. So yeah, the box is pretty misleading. And there, <laughs> other than the very end, there really isn't like a six foot roach, and when there is, it doesn't really look like an actual cockroach. No. Uh, as far as rating, I'm kind of between like a two and a two and a half. You are fucking insane. If you give this movie a two and a half, I'm quitting. <laughs> no, I'm going to give it a two because I, I don't quite recommend it. Like, I recommend it if you want to see the visual effects. But, like, if you want to see a good story and, and good acting and all of that, uh, look elsewhere. Um, look elsewhere. But still a, a lot more enjoyable than I was expected. So I'm going to go two. Ugh. <laughs> God, I should have given it a fucking zero, but I, I can't. No, there was some redeeming qualities. Barely. Barely. <laughs> 1.25 overall and that's that's because david for some reason has lost his fucking ever loving mind <laughs> i don't know what happened between maybe i was just in a super good mood yesterday <laughs> baby but you are fucking crazy if you think this movie is oh, possibly a two and a half in your head you were thinking maybe this is two and a half you know the movies i've given two and a half to I've given two and a half to like good movies. Well, see, I've given two and a half, I think, to the last couple movies we've talked about. You didn't give two and a half to student bodies. Uh, let me look. Yeah, I did. You gave it three. No, I you? gave it two and a half. This this movie, uh, student and I gave bodies, dolls two and a half. Dolls, dolls is, and that's kind of what I based my two on. I was like, was it better than those two movies? No, I'd probably watch those before I would watch this again. I will never watch this movie. <laughs> If I if you want to fucking torture me, you will say, "Hey, come well, over to my lucky house." Lucky for you, it's hard to find. It's not <laughs> just going to be popping up on streaming service recommendations, unless Joe Bob's no. like, we "Yeah, gotta, Joe this Bob's is a four star fucking... movie. We got to bring this back." Oh God, yeah. So all you Joe Bob fans out there, I, it's fine. You you can like Joe Bob, but guess what? Not all the movies that he likes are good. Yeah, and not all the movies you like are good. Not all the movies that I like are good. It's all subjective. Yeah, that's a good point, Rick. <laughs> if you have any suggestions or if you have any thoughts on the nest if you've seen this movie and you're like david is absolutely 100 correct in fact he didn't rate it high enough i gotta tell brett why i'm correct in saying that this is the greatest movie ever made or if you're like me and you fucking hate this movie yeah and you want to yell at me have, tell me i should change my name <laughs> brought great shame to the name david 
You can contact us. How can they contact us, David? On uh, Twitter, Facebook, The Slash Rap, TikTok, Hive, uh, YouTube, search The Swear Wolves. On Instagram, search The Swear Wolves Podcast. You can go to our website, theswearwolves.com. You can email us at contact at theswearwolves.com. Uh, or you can leave us a voicemail at 623-282-1851. So for The Swear Wolves this week, I'm Rick Conrad. And I'm still David for now. Recording now. I'm recording two. Oh, look at that. Look at us. Hopefully I'm not peeking. Peeking, peeking, peeking. Mm. Peeking duck. Mm, peeking duck. Peek. I'm a peeking duck. <laughs> it's a fucking duck <laughs> peeking behind a bush. It's fucking watching you undress. <laughs> With fucking peeking out. duck. With his duck bill out. Uh-huh. Duck bill and his fucking corkscrew dick. <laughs> Ducks have corkscrew dicks? Yeah, they got crazy dicks. When they when they shove it in, do they have to turn it? Do they have to spin their whole body around to get it? I think in? so, yeah. <laughs> and I think it's something like ducks are like the rapiest animals on earth, apparently. And oh, I, I think like dolphins. Like a duck vagina, like is all like twisted. That's why their dick is all curly. Gotta get in there. Dude, that's why Donald's so pissed off all the time. Because <laughs> he's, he's got a corkscrew dick. Yeah, he's got a crazy corkscrew dick. And Daisy's got a fucking maze of a vagina. Yeah, and he can't seem to crack it like a Rubik's cube. <laughs> It's fucking Theseus trying to find the Minotaur in yeah. Greek mythology. It's <laughs> fucking David Bowie comes out playing with balls. He's like, to this labyrinth, <laughs> motherfucker. Donald Duck's so horny walking around with his pants off all day. His corkscrew. His corkscrew dick. dick. <laughs>